Hey guys, what's up? Derek here from Bomb Socks with another day of Bomb Bites where we feast upon the words of Christ one bite at a time. So concluding this week, uh, you know, we've had a crazy week as we've talked about Saul. We talked about David and Goliath yesterday. So I want to finish up with these two right here. So this is David and Jonathan. There is a unique friendship here between these two. Jonathan is the son of Saul. And so in the Come Follow Me for this week, this kind of gave me this idea of kind of running with this. It says, how were David and Jonathan good friends? to one another. How have good friends blessed us and what can we do to be good friends including to our family members? So I started running with this idea. If you go to the first four verses of chapter 18, this is where you've got Jonathan Again, David, how we talked about this. And it came to pass that when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. So you got this close bond here. Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. Jonathan stripped himself of his robe that was upon him, gave it to David and his garments, even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. Keep in mind that Jonathan is the, if you want to go the way the kings work, oftentimes you have a son who becomes the king. Jonathan is the son and is rightfully the heir to the throne. But he recognizes there that David is the guy the Lord called him. And there's such a friendship there between these two that, that their souls are knit together and he covenants with him. He's going to be with him and will help him out. So I wanted to approach this, this whole kind of, this David and Jonathan interchange. It's about chapters 18 to 23 or so is where you get the bulk of this right here. And if you read this as a model for true friendship, you're going to see some cool things. Um, so what I did, and I kind of put this up right here. So let me show you this. I put together a list of 11 things right here. And just, it'll show you, for example, some of the things that David and Jonathan did to become close friends. So like, for example, we just read this, a true friend will treat you as you would like to be treated yourself right there. Uh, verse 4, with which we just read about how Jonathan gave him everything. A true friend will treat you as their equal and will give the very best of themselves to you. Um, it's interesting when you're looking at the relationship between Saul and David at this point. Saul sees David as a threat and Saul is constantly trying to kill David. So you go into chapter 19, you got about the first three verses or so. Saul spake unto Jonathan his son and all his servants that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Saul, my father, seeketh to kill thee. Now therefore, I pray thee, take heed to thyself unto the morning, and abide in a secret place, and hide thyself. I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where thou art, and I will commune with my father of thee, and what I see I will tell thee. So a true friend will protect you from harm and warn you of dangers that they are seeing coming towards you. So if you go through this list here, you can kind of go through the story. I just picked some verses here that you could go through and just go through this story and you can see the various ways that true friends respond to one another. And just a cool little example here. Um, one of my favorite quotes from with regards to how we should respond and how we should be friends is a quote from Marvin J. Ashton. It goes way back to 1982 in the Ensign. But I love this quote. It says, very often friends are lost because we are unwilling to pay the price it takes to maintain them. A friend is a person who will not only take the time to know us, but also takes the time to be with us and never desert us regardless of the circumstances. One of the finest presents each of us can give to someone is our best self. It's interesting, the name Jonathan actually means gift from God. 
A friend in the true sense is not a person who passively nods approval to our conduct or ignores improper behavior. A friend is a person who cares. When we lose someone who cares about us, we lose one of our most valuable assets. A friend is a priceless possession because a true friend is one who not only is willing to love us the way we are, but is able to leave us better than he found us. We are poor when we lose friends because generally they are willing to reprove, admonish, love, encourage, and guide us for our best good. A person is poor when he is friendless, but even poorer when he ceases being a friend. No matter what the conduct or negligence of others may be, we cannot afford to yield in our sincere efforts to be a friend. Very often our family members, this is where it goes back to the come follow me, our family members and friends need our friendship most when they least deserve it. And so I think there's just some cool things to read here as you go through the story of David and Jonathan. So if you read with the understanding of this is the way true friends act around one another. I think there's some cool lessons here. So hope that helps you out. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. And thanks for sharing these messages. We're so grateful that you do that. And please go check out our amazingly comfortable gospel theme socks at bombsocks.com. Godspeed, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.